welcome to The Dream, The Date, and The Broken Bra. I am your host, Stephanie Brownyard. I have an insatiable desire for adventure and knowledge, and with this, I have been on a quest to discover what the purpose of life is and what it all means. In this podcast, we will embark on a journey, the journey of life. With my guest, we will share in stories and celebrate all that life has to offer from the challenging times to the victories of one's dreams, love, and life experiences. Through authentic conversation and thought-provoking dialogue, it is my hope you will unravel and uncover the magic that makes your life so extraordinary. We all come from different walks of life with different beliefs, but we all have similar desires and needs. Our paths are all so different, but yet we are all so connected. Let's come together to hear each other and to learn from one another and see the beauty in every experience, no matter how difficult or challenging it may be. In the process, we can all heal a little, have some laughs, and perhaps shed a few tears with a whole lot of inspiration. Join me on this exploration to uncover your magic. Are you ready? Hello there and welcome to today's episode on the dream, the date, and the broken bra. I am your host, Stephanie Brownyard. I'm super excited that you tuned in today as we have a really great episode for you as I had a great conversation with my lovely friend Rosie with Wholehearted Rosie. We had such a dynamic conversation as we explored the philosophy called human design. Rosie is a human design specialist and coach, and she works with people to empower them and give them a greater understanding of themselves based on the philosophy of human design. Human design is a combination of both ancient systems and modern science. It's a makeup of astrology, astronomy, the I Ching, biochemistry, Kabbalah, quantum mechanics, the chakra systems, and genetics all make up this one philosophy. So it's a very powerful tool and really fun to connect with yourself. Today we used my chart as an example. And as we as we started talking, this has been my longest episode to date. And we really just touched the tip of the iceberg as you can unreveal layer after layer. And it's it's really fun to see, be validated, and really get in alignment with your characteristics. And what's great about this tool is it really gives you the power, the validation to see how you can connect in your life with your relationships, with your kids, with family members, your spouses, and work environment in your business. And it's really helps you to understand yourself in a greater level. So Rosie has a wholehearted approach with her clients, and she has such a passion and drive to help people seek freedom, authenticity, and be in alignment with themselves and in their life. So I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did having it. Also, I would like to extend an invitation. If there's anything that you hear in today's episode that resonates with you or inspires you, and or if you think a friend or family member can resonate with it, please feel free to share it with them. I really am truly grateful for you to spread the wisdom and spread the episode and this podcast. I'd be eternally grateful and appreciative. I also would love to invite you, if you have any feedback, comments, or questions, 
or if you or somebody that you know that wouldn't be a great guest for this podcast, please feel free to reach out to me at stephaniebrownyard at gmail.com or please feel free to reach out to me at any of my social media platforms and my info is below in the show notes. I hope you have a great day and enjoy the episode. Hi, Rosie. Hi. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited about our conversation. I am too. Thanks so much for coming. I know we had this scheduled around Thanksgiving time of last year of 2021. And now it's, we're in January of 2022. 22. It's like weird always saying a new year. Um, and so now I'm so happy that we finally get to have this conversation. And today I met Rosie through a mutual friend of ours and I got introduced to Rosie when she did my chart for human design. And I just, when I was thinking about having conversations, I was like, oh, it'd be so fun to go through this because I know when I had it, I had like a million questions and we were kind of in a group of people and I just, I would just love to share this and kind of go into detail what human design is. Um, so I just love for you to kind of introduce yourself and your Rosie with wholehearted Rosie and um, just kind of give some background. Yes, happy to. Yeah, so it's so funny just even how Stephanie just explained how we met. It's perfect for my design and we'll get into that. But yeah, I, I'm a people person. I'm an extrovert, usually. Um, learning to be more introverted. I think we all had to make peace with a little bit of, or a lot of introversion. <laughs> and now I'm realizing, oh, yeah, it's sort of nice to have some time and have some pause. But I am usually like the party girl, the, the, the life of the party, love to be around people. And I also have just I love story. Like Brene Brown is my girl. That's why I'm wholehearted Rosie. I have it literally tattooed on my arm. <laughs> is that uh, there is there a connection with her? Yeah, she that's her her word is um wholehearted living, wholeheartedness, like all of she just she coined that phrase. And she, her whole story is about um moving through shame, choosing vulnerability and courage. And I, I just learned so much from her. She was a huge piece of my puzzle of growth and development. And in this, this need to really want to really understand myself and my experiences. So I think that's how I will just wrap up my introduction is I'm a, I'm a studier of people. Um, I'm always trying to understand my crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. also just see and understand and validate other people's crazy. <laughs> Right. Is that um, part of your design too? Like, so does that, yeah. It is all, it is all part of my design. And so I, I'm the person that takes all the, like, what Disney princess are you? Like, what is your, you know, what candy bar would you be? I'm like, I don't know, but let's find out. Like I take all the personality assessments. I, you know, I love all of them. I think they all bring a really lovely reflection. But when I found human design, I jumped headfirst into the rabbit hole because I had never been so deeply seen and understood. And I, I aim to bring that experience anytime I share with human design with, with the others. I was about to jump into the Enneagram rabbit hole. I still do love Enneagram. I think it has, brings a beautiful understanding of our, our core wound and our core motivation and all of these things. But the thing about all of these tests 
Can you go them. back? Sorry, what is what was that test? The Enneagram? Oh, the Enneagram. Yes. Enneagram. Is that um, like a personality test? It is. Right. Um, and it gives there's nine numbers. And you have wings. So like, for instance, I'm a two wing three and they all have these, all, all these different explanations. And some of them are heart centered. Some of them are mind centered. Some of them are like body or gut centered. And so you get these different knowings again and understandings and permissions. And you're like, oh, you know, so being wholehearted Rosie, when I found out I was a two, which is part of the heart center, it's the middle of the heart centered numbers. Um, is that on human design or that other test? That's just Enneagram. About? Yeah. Okay. The thing about all of them though, um, Steffi, is you, you have to answer questions. And the thing about when you answer a question is it's always going to be filtered through your experiences, your perceptions, your stories, your traumas, you know, and, and so when I found human or when human design found me is the way I like to say it. You have to answer three questions only. (laughs) When you were born, where you were born, what time you were born. That's it. And that's because the other personal personality test is like huge forms of gathering information. And and this is what happens, right? Like, let's just be honest. Like when you take those tests, you're like, and it's like, do you like to help people? And, And you're like, I mean, the right answer is yes. I mean, so I, I mean, like I'm getting better at helping people, right? So you pick yes, even though you're like, no, I'd rather sit and binge on Netflix all day, every day. But you're like, you, you get this where you're like, I'm working on it. And you click yes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, or, yeah, yeah, totally. But the Enneagram, my story with the Enneagram is I tested as a different number three times. And without even getting into all of that, just to tell you the very quick reason why I had to be that number as a child growing up in order to survive in my home. So I absolutely was that number. But when you really peel back the layers, which I had to do with a friend who has made that her life's work, um, she was like, well, your core motivation is, is actually to help and serve and be heart centered. So were you trying to find the answers that you thought that you needed to be? So then your personality was more designed to what you think other people wanted you to be? That is how I tested as those other numbers. And it wasn't until someone was pulling out questions from me that I landed on that I was a two. I thought I was a nine. For So people that know the Enneagram, I tested as a nine three times, but I'm really a two. And that really bothered me. Like I got mad. I was like, I paid for some of those tests and I still, still got it wrong. And so that's the thing is it's like, I was trying to put myself in a box and to put other people in a box so I could understand them. Like my heart intention was, was pure. Like, I just want to understand you and I want to understand me. And I'm realizing there is no effing box. And, and human design for me, it is this, it is a legit rabbit hole friends, (laughs) but it is, it has some really interesting sort of different, the background of how it came to be has this really interesting story. And, but I will tell you this, People feel so seen and deeply understood and so grateful to have confirmation of these pieces of them 
or in my case, I am still one of the most complex people that I've done human design with myself because I did grow up so deeply conditioned and was required to behave in such a certain way. And there were all of these expectations and And I met them because we do what we need to do to survive and to get our highest needs met. And so for me to receive love and belonging, I had to display and be a certain way. So I did those things so that I would get my highest needs met. And so for me, human design has become this beautiful road back to me, which is funny because that's the the name of an Enneagram book that I really, really love. I'm like, dang it, Ian, why did you have to take that name? It's so perfect for human design. Because <laughs> it literally is an energetic treasure map of what energy we are here to manage and to ensure. Human design is, I'm so, so now you're talking about human design isn't, because like, is it kind of because it is asking your name and your birth place, is it more like astrology Related piece of astrology in a big piece in human design. Yes. So it's, it's a marrying of several different modalities. Okay. And so, sorry, you were inter, I interrupted you and that you were explaining like what human design is um, and how it's kind of different from the other, the other personality tests. Right. It's not, like I said, it just, it, it only requires those three questions. So you get to take yourself out of the equation of all of your perceptions of yourself and the way you want to be seen. And, and it just pl- it just prints, you get this crazy looking printout, which I think you'll share your screen when we dive into yours. And people are like, what does this mean? Um, <laughs> and I have just, it's been my greatest joy to marry the science of human design, the science of astrology. So just very quickly, it's a little bit of astrology, a little bit of the Chinese I Ching, a little bit of the Hindu chakra system, the Jewish Kabbalah. There's some quantum physics thrown in for good measure. Um, And (laughs) I think that I I think I'm missing one, but it, and what you and I both know in, in the community we're in is it's all, it is all complete. It's all one. And another thing that I really love is you'll have astrologists that are really gifted and that they've made that their life work. And you can get your Chinese I Ching read by someone that's mastered that. And I've loved my learning of the chakra system. It's been a beautiful healing of how to get in my body and honor like, oh, I've got pressure in my chest. Okay, that's my heart. Okay, the heart is the transformer. There's three centers above and three centers below. And you know, like, or, oh, I, my lower back. Okay. That's like, okay. My adrenals and that's stress. And I need to ground. Like it, it, it allows for this knowing and this permission to just honor what's happening in your body. And I will also say that in its big picture, knowing human design is a beautiful template of how to get out of the mind and drop into the wisdom of the body. And so that is just a very gross generalization. I'm happy yeah. to ask any other specific questions. I kind of love that too, because you like from your saying like your childhood, you went back and you were trying to be, and I can kind of, I can really relate to this. Like, and I'm sure a lot of people can, like you're trying to get approval and validation from your parents or the people in your life. So you're doing like, 
oh, I need to do this. And that gets me here. And, but it's not really who you really are. So it was like, kind of like when you, you said that human design, design found you, you got to see through all these different wisdoms coming together into one form to kind of build your life and your design, which help, could if help you connect with you like authentically. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, cause I found like, you know, I, I had, um, similar thing where like growing up, no, you don't feel that way. You don't, that's not really what happened. Yeah. Yeah. That, that didn't happen like that. And it's this, and like kind of invalidated like my thoughts or my experience. And so I like trying to reprogram, like, is this what I, like, I would really look for outside sources to be like, is this okay? You know, just because I was ever told that like how I feel is okay. So I think this could be, I could see how this is a really great tool. And so when did you find human design or like what point in your life did you find human design? This is such a fun story. So it was my 40th birthday present to myself. One of my friends runs a healing retreat space in Hood River, Oregon. And I gifted myself a trip to do that, right? Like the weekend of my 40th birthday. And she does this as part of her livelihood. And she just got this like hit to introduce human design for us to be able to bring that into our contemplation. And it's really fun because she was so excited to share this with me. And I, I still tell her like Marlo that you did that for me. Like, I'm sure it benefited everyone else, but that this was for me. (laughs) And she's like, I think so too. Like, and, and then I was off to the races literally after that weekend, but very quickly, my other tattoo on my other arm is a lighthouse it's part of like all of my branding. Thank you. It's part of all of my branding. And I am a, a, a projector in human design. That's my type. Your type is a manifesting generator. My type is a projector. And the literal definition that she shared with me, in fact, I still like, I want you to see, you'll get to see a little bit of my brain. This is my, I need to like laminate it. Like, look, it's ripped. But like, look at this. Look at this. This is my very first human design chart. Like it's like a little like treasure map, like pirate style. Uh-huh. There's just to explain it for the podcast listeners. It's like a piece of paper that's ripped and teared, and it's got writing all over it. Yeah, a well so loved piece this, of like, paper. Glitter pen, and there's like like some of the glitter is like fallen, like dissolved, and like I dumped some water, and it's like it's literally like a legit treasure map. Yeah. And so she literally said that the projector is like an, it's an observer. It's like a lighthouse. And I was like, what? (laughs) I already had the tattoo three years prior. And she was just explaining that projectors are here to guide and direct energy, not to do all the doing. And I was just like, I have never felt so seen and validated in my life than when she made that, that one comment to me. And then I was like, tell me the rest, tell me the rest. What does the rest mean? What does the rest mean? And, and so it is, it's this beautiful story of you. And very rarely do I say something to someone where they're like, yeah, no, that's not true. 
because it's it, it just is this beautiful confirmation conversation and it allows you to just instead of it being a mystery like how do I manifest and how do I walk around and what am I here to do and who am I here to work with I can literally tell you exactly what and whom and when and how like you know and it's not like a prophecy it's just me weaving together and having a conversation with a friend I love this because I know my biggest question always is like what's my purpose you know and um just going back to because I know you took your human design and you actually used it to tailor towards creating a business like running a business so I'm sure and I think that's like kind of what your business is around is to help people to probably just human design in general, but also to help them tailor their, how to, if they have businesses, is that kind of what you? Absolutely. Yeah. I did choose to go down the route of more of like an MBA in human design. (laughs) I use air quotes because it's not really an MBA, but it is (laughs) because, and I will also tell you that where we're moving in our culture and in our time and the era and how things are going, like, you used to put on a suit and a persona and go into work and embody this, this person. And then you would take the suit off and put the briefcase down and then you would be a dad or a mom or, and so there were different, you were different. And now the way we're going in this world is we are here to be in alignment. Like the entrepreneur spirit People are here to run their business how they want to. And most people, when given the freedom to step into how they would like to run their business, it it is an alignment. And so I love to just bring clarity and confirmation so that it's not a guessing game, you know, like, let's take this quiz again and find out what your strengths are. It's like, for you, Stephanie, just to to begin diving in. I love to, I know, because you've talked about, I'm a manifesting generator, you're a projector. How many types are there? There are four main types. So, yeah, so generator is the first one, and you technically are a generator. You just have access to generate faster than a typical generator. And yeah, girl, that's fun. (laughs) So even manifesting generators are generators by design. And then they are 73% of the world's population. So when you start to begin... Gen- to- Wait, generators are 73%? So the large majority of people in the whole world? In the whole world are here to wake up with purpose, for a purpose, on purpose, with a generative motor, moving them through the day to do the doing. So when you think about it, you're like, oh, wow, okay. Well, so for me... My human design mentor, her name is Chris Prochaska. She is a generator and she's on a mission to help generators get their energy in alignment because all of the other three design types do not have that motor. We are absorbing and amplifying all of this energy around us. So Chris's mission is to get people into their bodies, working in alignment, sending out high vibration frequency work and purpose and and satisfying. Generators are here to be satisfied in what they're doing and how they're doing it and with whom they're doing it with. And so if we can get the majority of the world working 
in alignment, then the rest of us are just like, oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. You know, Annie is a beautiful description, our mutual friend. Um, She's a beautiful example of mastering energy beautifully. And we all love. She's a manifester generator too, right? Um, I think that she's a generator. I should have pulled her chart out. Um, A classic generator. Um, But we all love being around her because she has embodied her energy in a beautiful way. And she really allows, like just being around her allows other people to want to choose better for themselves. And that is, that is the opportunity of the, of each generator is to, and really your job is to master this first. And because that's what you're sending out into the world. So very quickly for the people on YouTube, there's nine different energy centers in the human design body graph. And when you have this red square, the second square up, which is the sacral center. So this is where the chakra system gets introduced. In human design, this is the most powerful energy center and motor in the body graph in in human design. So when it's colored in or defined, it means that this energy is consistent. It's what you're sending out into the world. It's how people experience you. So you have four, Stephanie, four centers defined, four centers colored in. So when you walk into a room, you're bringing that sacral energy of, of having a life force. And an, I call it like an energizer battery bunny. You, like you've got the bunny, you're banging the drums, you're here, you're bringing the drums, you're bringing the energy. And we just, we feel that. You Wait, also, so you're saying because my sacral, this second to the bottom is colored in is because of that or because of the four that I have? Because of that, that center in particular, I automatically am like, oh, it's a generator. I'm, I'm, I'm working with a generator here. Okay. So all generators would have that square colored in. Correct. And I automatically know, okay, you're here. It's important for you to be satisfied in your life force, your work, your sexuality. Like that is what is housed in the sacral. So each one of these nine shapes has a story of energy that is displayed here. So in the sacral, it's it's generative energy. That's why it's you're called a generator. It's a motor. It works on, you know, like it's just a consistent motor. So again, like this gets as specific as how to move through your day. So for you, Stephanie, you know, doing jujitsu is perfect for you. Like to literally like work your body and to like hit the pillow at the end of the day. Like you're not designed to like scroll and read and decompress. Like when you hit the pillow, it's because you have exhausted your generative energy throughout the day. And jujitsu is, it's hard on the body. Like it's a, it's a discipline and you're, you're pinned and you have to work your way out. Like such a beautiful way to honor that energy and to make sure that you're using it well, you know? So you also bring emotional energy. So this triangle to the right, the second I see that triangle to the right colored and I'm like, Oh, Stephanie's also emotional. So I love that you're chuckling. That's perfect. And I, I love working with emotional people. Um, 
I do not have it colored in. So I'm also attracting emotional people. So very quickly. So when you say emotional, like what is, I mean, cause I've always had people tell me like, oh, you're just so oversensitive. Or I know like I get, is that more like, cause I go into like drama, like it's like the drama. So it is what it is. And there, there's a whole other story about maybe why you choose those things. But I am just here to tell you, and again, this is confirmation. This is permission. I, it is my greatest joy to sit with people and, and literally ask, what do you believe is wrong about you? And Stephanie, nine times out of 10, it's what is most right about you. And so I love to teach human design from the perspective of the highest and healthiest expression of that energy and also the lowest shadow vibration of that energy. Because then when you know I'm emotional or I'm, you know, or I'm in a lower expression, like you said, drama or sensitivity, I'm like, Stephanie, this is your superpower. This is your inner authority. On the business side, we call it your decision-making strategy. This You are absolutely here to honor, embody, and listen to your emotional waves. So you and I both live in the, on the coast of California. So you understand waves and how they run in sets. And they, they build up and then they calm down. And when you are emotional, you literally run on a wave of emotion. And depending on which line is colored in, it's a different type of wave. And we don't have to get into all of that today. But your wave is actually pretty stable. Some of them are really chaotic looking. They're all over the place. But yours is pretty stable, Steffi. Like it, it plateaus and then it goes up and then it plateaus and then it goes up. And so when you begin to pay attention to how that feels in your body, you can begin to build language around this. Like, Hey guys, I'm, I'm, I'm going to chill today. Um, not really feeling it. Like I encourage emotional people to, to take on those feeling words and use them as your permission slip to be in whatever state you're in. Um, the other thing about emotional being emotional is it's very important for you to feel things out and to ride out several sets of your waves for emotional clarity. And so, um, you know, this, our world we're in, it's like, click, buy now, you know, you're going to miss out on the sale and FOMO kicks in and people are like, ah, you know, if I don't buy now, I'm going to miss out on 20% or whatever. And as an emotional person, Steffi, you're here to let that, let that go by because you need to say like, is this correct for me? Like, let me sit with this decision at least for a day. Please promise me you won't make any. That's decisions. so funny that you do that because usually when in that instance, like if it comes up, I'll be like, okay, I usually will sleep on it. And if I wake up the next morning and I'm thinking about it, then I know that that's like the right choice. If I'm not thinking about it, then I just move on. So yes. that's funny and that so you say that. As you can see and hear the potential now that you know, like I'm just able, I was just able to give you a big permission slip to be like, oh, now I know I don't have to do any of those last minute buying because it, this is what I say to all my emotional people is if it's correct for you, it will wait for you. So the sale, if it's, if someone's pressuring you and you have a very pressurized experience in your chart, as I'm looking at your chart, 
it really is just important for you to own how you feel about things and to also understand that the other half of the population can make a quick decision, but you're not one of those people. You really do need to sleep on things, big things, not like, Hey, should I go out with a friend? Should I do the laundry today? Like, should I buy this business? Should I sell this business? Should I marry this person? Should I separate from this person? Should I move to this house? Should I move to this office? Like, I call it the the big three and I love alliteration. Um, So love who you do your life with people like your relationships, your livelihood, what you do for your job and your location where you choose to be, live, spend your time. Those are the big three. If anything comes down the pipe for you to make a decision about any of those three, at least sleep on it. If not build in even more time to really feel things out and to see if it's correct. And once you have that permission, you can just know, like, I'm going to let go of this. I'm going to, I'm going to, this is worth figuring out and, and not figuring out in your mind. That's the thing about human design is it really is a body system to listen to the signals, impulses, and energy in your body. And also understanding that when another person comes into your aura, like even us on a Zoom call, we're sharing energy right now and understanding that that too is a body sensation. Like, oh, I love spending time with Steffi or I love spending time with Rosie or we both love spending time with Annie. That's a body experience. Like I feel safe in her presence. I always laugh when I'm with her. I love listening to her stories or... (laughs) it's really difficult to be with that person. I always feel heaviness when I'm with them and they always bring so much fear and trauma and crisis. And it's like, it's a body sensation. And so human design is this really powerful tool of dropping out of the mind of allowing the mind to be a witness and an observer of patterns and paying attention to how the signals in our body are interpreting who or what is going on around us. Now, is that though more effective for your profile and that because you're more an observer type where mine is like more, I'm taking it like as a doer, like get to, like I love my to-do list and want to do do. So like, would you say that that would be the same theme for both or? No, that's a great question. I would say that this, that is a general, we all are here to, manage and own our own energy and then see and acknowledge the energy of others. So that is a universal experience, but the nuance of what you said that, yes, I absolutely, I am more designed to, to observe and uh, patterns in people. And, and that's, that is definitely a projector thing and also my design in particular, So how those things happen will look different, but the energy exchange of bringing what we're here to bring and ensuring that it's at its healthiest and highest expression or owning when we're in a lower state and just bringing language into that. Like I said, with your emotional wave, like, hey guys, yeah, not tonight. I'm going to skip this one, but I'll catch you next time. And just owning it unapologetically, not like, hey guys, I'm so sorry. I'm missing it. It's like sovereignty. Hey guys, I'm not feeling it. Uh, Have a great time. I'll catch you on the next one. Like without an apology attached to it. The ownership that I have been able to experience and what I really love to share with people who invite me to share 
is let's stop apologizing. Let's just be really clear on what it is we're here to send out and allow your ebbs and flows of energy, your ebbs and flows of emotion. And also, Steffi, like to finish up your other two, what makes you a manifesting generator is you have another motor to the throat. You have energy going to how you speak and what you say. Um, the little nuance between, for those of your listeners who are familiar with the chakra system, um, there's seven primary chakras in the body and we start at the root and we end at the crown. And, and most people teach that the energy comes up from the earth and moves through the body and then goes out through the crown. In human design, we teach that all energy moves to the throat to be manifested out. So um, it's not, in my opinion, it's not a contradiction. It's all one. Um, it's just another nuance of, of the subtleties of energy and how it moves through the body. Um, but if, if this is in fact the truth, and I haven't seen anything that hasn't proven that it's not true, um, energy comes from source down through the crown and then out through the throat and then up through the root and then out through the throat. So we teach that all roads lead to the throat. Because we all are here to manifest, create, be creators of our reality. And we've heard that a lot in our community. And for you to have, you have just some extra energy to manifest. Not that you get to have more than anyone else. Like there's enough for everyone. But this is what I mean about how it gets so specific. So you have more energy that goes to the throat. So what I tell people that have a defined throat is, and this is true for everyone, but really because you are sending out energy in the words and language you speak to take that seriously. Um, I love that you have a podcast and I love the people you're already inviting. I'm honored to be in that, that lineup, but this is a beautiful expression of you taking this energy seriously and doing your part to send literal words out into the ethers of how to move through life well. And so I just wanted to reflect that back to you, that your podcast is a beautiful expression of your design, my friend. Um, Yeah, it is cool, right? So again, it's just confirmation. It's like, you know, and I would never tell someone with an undefined throat with this square white not have a podcast because, but it's going to be different. I was going to say, does the, these never change, right? So like your human design is like never, never changing. It's not like different from like when you were born to like say now with all this time and experience. So I think it's cool too, because like you're saying, like taking these characteristics or like hearing where your, your strengths are and just like playing to that almost like, so like if I'm emotional or, and I think that's bad or, oh my gosh, like I'm so over emotional. It's like, no, like play to that and like embrace it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I had one client who broke into tears and she was like, I have been medicating my body to not be emotional for most of my life. And I'm, I'm getting emotional just talking about it. She goes, and you're here to tell me that this is my greatest strength and how I'm here to make decisions. And I was like, and I'm not trying to get her off of her medicines, but I'm like, let's, what, how does it land in your body to just allow your sensitivities and your 
peaks and crashes in your emotional wave to be what is right about you. And she just, she just let that wash over her. Um, I don't know if she got off. I'm not a doctor. I'm not trying to get people off of their medication. Yeah. No, but that's awesome too, to think like if you have like a, you're a parent. So like knowing your kids charts and knowing how they are, you can, where if, if not knowing it, like I would just think I'm not a parent, but you're like, oh, that's bad to be too emotional or you don't want them to be like, I don't know, like soft or like, don't cry or, you know, growing up, but where maybe they need to express that, you know, where is like, because the parent might be a different type. So they're playing to their type and then the child is playing to their type. But if I would think that if you have familiarity with the different types or understanding that it can help communicate and bridge. Yeah. It has been such a powerful tool. I basically have a whole human design experiment happening in my house. So I have four children. My two girls are emotionally defined. And so is my husband. What is, so, and then what are they? Are they? So my two girls are generators, emotionally defined generators. My two boys are not, they are sacral manifesting generators. So Generators can only have two authorities, either sacral right from the gut or emotional. That's it. So I have twin boys that are sacral emotional, no, sacral manifesting generators. So fast moving energy. My husband and I are non-energy types. We do not have our sacrals defined. I'm a projector. I'm here to guide and direct energy. So we were talking about this before we pressed record it actually, it's all perfect. I do believe that. And and what better person than me to guide and direct my little generators to creating a life of satisfaction, of purpose, of, and, and I have intimate knowledge of when they're burnt out, when they're tired, when they need to go out and play, when they need to move their bodies, when they need to sleep. And, and I'm just activated as they are, you know, to guide and direct their energy my husband's a manifester and he's in the military and manifestors are here to inform and initiate energy, not to do all of the doing. So in a perfect world, the manifester initiates and gets everything going. The generators come and do all the doing and they, they create whatever the manifester set into motion. The projectors come in to guide and direct the generators to make sure they're working in purpose, on purpose, with a purpose and in alignment without burnout. And then reflectors have every single center undefined. And they're here to just get plopped in and tell everyone like, yes, projector, you're doing great managing them. Generators, good job on that work. Oh, that looks so good. It feels so satisfying. Manifestor, don't be a jerk about all the the telling of the people of what they're supposed to do. But Yes, that was a powerful initiation. And look at all of that that's being created here. So that's a big picture of all of the design. Very, very brief. So there's a manifesting generator, generator and manifester. They're all different or is manifesting manifesting generators are generators. Okay. And then there's the manifestors. Is what yes, your husband is okay. not generators. <laughs> now, do you find too like different 
different types, are they prone more to like, so like your husband is a manifester, like he's a commander for the military, like, are, is that like, because he's a manifester or like, are manifestors more prone to be CEOs of companies and more like the reflectors? Are they more like the healer types? Cause they're. Yeah. I, I mean, again, we're, I'm on a mission to just break all the boxes. Like there is no box, but I will tell you, my husband's living his best life, bossing everybody around and having them say yes or to him. <laughs> like he's literally wired to be a commander. In fact, he has his, this same channel you do, which is called the channel of management. It's the strength of managing people. It's tribal in design. And that's another nuance I'd love to, to, where is that? It's the, it's the 2145 from the little red triangle up to your throat. So he has that same strength. So each number, each number has a story and a flavor to the energy. Its shape has a, a story and an energy, like around the energy. Each planet carries its own energy and how it, the nuance of where, where it is in your design. And so it's all energy. And this is just a story that I weave together when we have time together. Um, but just so you can hear, you you both have that strength in common. My husband's not a generator, though. So he doesn't have all the energy to do all the doing. But he has this knowing of what needs to be initiated for it to get done. You bring this beautiful, um, ener- emotionally charged energy to your sacral. The energy goes back and forth. I describe it like a plug. Like you plug a lamp into the wall and then you can turn the light on. It has to be plugged in for the light to turn on. So for you, for these centers to be defined, they have to be plugged into one another. And that tells its own story. So your sacral generative energy is fueled by emotions and vice versa. Your emotions are fueled by your work and the people you're doing it with and your energy and how you move your body. They're not separate. It's all together. And so then the other part of your energy is from the willpower heart to your throat. And it, it is this beautiful, it's this ability to gather people together and to control the environment. There's, there's some control in there and to control the people so that they are cared for. It's a very nurturing energy and your emotional energy is very nurturing too, Stephanie. So just to, to stay with you to, to help you understand the potential here, you're very tribal by design which means you are fueled by supporting yourself and your people. Tribal people are lovely to have around because they're just attuned and aware of the needs of the people around them. So you think about a tribe, there's the shaman, there's the chief, there's the hunters, the gatherers, there's the moms and the children and everybody has a role and responsibility, right? The children gather all the sticks to throw in the fire so the fire can be used to cook the food and the cooks cook the food that the hunters and gatherers brought and everybody has a role and responsibility. So this is the thing that's so beautiful about design, human design is you are very tribal. Both of your strengths are tribal, but there's also individual people that are individually wired and there's collective people 
people that are very concerned about the whole world. So you've got the single individual person and they're here for empowerment. This is me, you're saying specifically? This is everybody. We all have all of the design. in. So you're here to be wise about individuals because you don't have a lot of individual energy yourself. But when someone comes to you that is individual, you really see them and you're like, let's tweak this and that and and then go, be free. Like <laughs> Tribal people don't always understand individuals though because they're like, don't you want to be in the group? Why aren't you in the group? Like, I mean, even like Gracie Barra, right, is like very tribal, right? You guys have your emblem and you have your your things and, and all of that. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> we don't ever miss a moment to grab a Aww. And that And I'm grateful that just a brief moment that you took time out because your husband has been deployed right and he just he just got back last night so you're and he has like what three days and you you took the time to be with me so thank you well I'm I'm able to do that because he's helping with the kids (laughs) (laughs) right I know I know just like to give a little backstory on Rosie she's you have four kids your husband is deployed three months out of the Three yeah, months he's and then on a submarine, so they go out for three months at a time, and then they come home, and then they go out, and they come home, and they go out, and they come home. <laughs> and so you see him what like for three days before he goes out again. Yeah, I mean we we cram in what we can when we can. <laughs> so and then you're raising, you're like taking four kids, so you guys have managed and worked that out. So I, we have we we're probably out. again like you said, you have your little design, so you kind of know how to work it off. Yeah. So, so to, to weave that in my, I have one daughter that's very individual and my other daughter is very tribal and they do not understand one another. And so I'm able to sort of, when I feel the tensions rising, because that's part of my design, I do not have, they're both emotional and I'm not. So when I feel the emotional waves rising, I can jump in and be like, hey, you can learn to help around the house a little bit more, I say to my individual daughter and my tribal daughter who makes all the breakfast and helps with her brothers. And she's just very in tune with what is needed in the house. She helps in the kitchen and she, you know, like it's, it's a be. I have to try and help her understand your sister's individual. She's on her own program, but also individual program daughter, please help around the house more. Like, and also what can you learn from watching her be empowered to not necessarily get kicked into always helping. So that's the thing is, is like my husband, one of my daughters and myself are tribal and my twins and my, one of my daughters are very individual. And so it's, it's about just allowing people to be who they are, but also like having conversation around like, Hey, when you see that something needs to be done, please help. Like, please take the trash out. Please pick up your Lego. Like, so we can learn from each other, but I can also allow everyone to be who they're designed to be. And, but, and also just like, so it's this, it's this ebb and flow of allowing and also, um, conversation. <laughs> like, okay, I hear that you need some time because you're be, you're crashed on your emotional wave. Um, I will give you that time. I'm going to be checking on you because it feels uncomfortable to me. So again, there's this 
It can possibly turn into entanglement, codependence, because I feel that emotional pain and I want it to end. So they're not in pain and I'm not in pain. (laughs) But also she's gathering wisdom from her emotional waves and I am holding her as capable of moving through that well. But I'm also in tune when it goes a little too deep and I'm, I can step in when I'm present to what's happening around me. I think a mind blowing question though. Do you think like, I mean, we study, you know, with, I have had Gary on and his work of Joshua and that we create everything in these, like your kids chose you, you chose them. And it's like, so it's like interesting too, in hearing this, it's like too, like your kids are brought to you to help you heal stuff too, right? To help your design or where you need healing on your design, right? Yeah, absolutely. And vice versa. Oh, absolutely. And, and that becomes, it becomes a powerful tool. So just to give you a little sampling using your design. So you have four centers defined and you have five centers. Undefined. When you say four centers, because I think of the centers like down the the thing, you're just saying four centers. Cause there's Sorry, I, the shapes. So like that, their energy centers is, so I, I use that interchangeably. Sorry about that. Thank you for the clarification. Um, so you have five energy centers defined. So again, you are sending out your generative energy, your emotional energy, a healthy expression of ego and willpower and throat manifestation, communication, and action. We can't move until someone tells us something or until we have something to respond to. There's all these little clues of how to live aligned when you, when you are listening and surrendering to your design. So for you, Stephanie, the thing that's beautiful is, you know, cause the, I heard you talk about how you have, have followed Abraham and Esther Hicks. It's all about the law of attraction, right? So in human design the people whom are attracted to you will come through your openness, Stephanie, because at the end of the day, we all just want to be seen and understood. And you see and understand people in their stress. You see and understand pressure, see and understand people in their fears and where they're stuck. You have a lot of wisdom about heart energy and other people's sense of identity, self, and direction. So other people, so for instance, I have this defined. So when I come and I say to you, this is no longer making my heart happy. Like you will feel that and hear that and see and understand me better than maybe even myself because you're reflecting me back. And then last but not least, these mind centers, like, the, the brow or the center of conceptualization, it's how we organize information. You're able to sit with me. I have these defined as well. You're able to sit with me and go, oh, yes, yes to that, Rosie. Oh, no, I'm not so sure about that. Like, let's get your, let's get you organized. And you're able to do that for others. You're also able to ask brilliant questions of people and help them get clear on their inspiration. But for you, Stephanie... <laughs> When you try and make these your defined centers, it looks like the hamster on the wheel trying to answer all of your questions in your head. I'm going to tell you, you'll never be 100% certain 
because you don't have definition and consistency in how you think and formulate your questions and ideas and inspirations. You're here to help others do that. For yourself, you need to drop down to your emotions and see how you feel about it. You need to drop down into your gut and trust that it's guiding and leading you correctly. Um, generators are, you're in your, you need to be in your body. We all do, but especially generators really paying attention to the impulses of their bodies. Do you have any tricks for that? Because I know like I've been, I'm really heady and I also like, because I'm a, I think a manifesting generator, I love my to-do list and I will be dictated by my to-do list. But I also, I, we were sharing before when COVID happened, I really did a deep dive and really went within and started working on the trauma, the trauma work and trying to be embodied. Cause I so like, and I don't know how to translate this, but I just did not want to feel, I did not, it did not feel safe, but I, I've spent probably the last three years to get out of my head, get into my heart and, um, and face these traumas that I've, you know, like, that I've been coming up against to feel more embodied and safer in my body. And hopefully that translate and isn't like woo woo. No, no, I I'm happy to bring it down to the, to planet earth too. <laughs> yeah. And like, what are like some, cause I even now know, like even, you know, prepping for the podcast or whatever, just, you know, social media, like I can see where you, I want to go and think what I should post or like, cause of this, but then I'm like, that doesn't feel right. And then it's like, like, do you have things, what you practices that you have to drop down into the body to feel? Cause it's, it's not always comfortable. I mean, to, to feel it, I, I've resisted and I'm, and I know I've always been a feeling type person, but I've resisted it probably the majority of my life. It's a beautiful, beautiful question. And I, it's where I intend to move more into in 2022 um, with human design in particular. So, so as a general, I'll answer your question specifically, and then I'll, I'll flip it and talk about mine because I'm not a generator and I'm not emotional. So I want to, I'll at least let your listeners hear to two different nuances and there's many, but so you can hear the potential. So as a generator, you are here to trust and listen to your gut. If you have experienced trauma, literally one of the descriptions of trauma that are one of my favorite is literally you learn to, the body rewires to create a safe pathway to survive. So if you have been traumatized, in fact, I was just talking, I'm just learning about this before our podcast, there's fight, flight, and freeze. And these are all survival. This is how the nervous system handles chaos, trauma, fill in the blanks. If you're in the freeze state, especially your nervous system has tipped so far into extreme that it's telling your body it's not safe to feel. It's not safe to be. We need to just power down. And it's like a deer in the headlights, right? Like it's a very animalistic, sometimes reptilian response to just freeze. That's still the body doing what it needed to do to be safe. So it's about twisting, not twisting. It's about needing the story where it's at, 
allowing that narrative to be what it is and knowing that then that's actually how I say Gus, God, universe, source created the body to function under high amounts of, of crisis, trauma, or stress. And so under it is a process of getting back in the body and knowing the body is a safe place to be. Very easy for me to say that process takes time. And for the generator, it's this beautiful, very simple way to begin practicing. So I'm happy to share this with you and I'm glad your listeners will hear because the gut, the gut answers to yes and no questions. So I invite you and the other generators listening, whether you're emotional or not, to just practice asking yourself, not other people outside of you, not books outside of you, courses. It's going within and saying, do I like coffee? And literally answering with a yes, no, or a uh-huh, uh-uh, like a guttural sound of uh-huh, uh-uh. Do I like broccoli? Uh-huh. Do I like beets? Uh-uh. Like you can tell the difference. Yeah. And it, once you <laughs> You can feel it in your up. gut, the difference. If you're saying uh-huh, you, it kind of feels like true. And if it's an uh-uh, like you'll feel discord, I guess, in your yes. stomach. Yeah. Resistance or flow. You can use those words. Another thing that I love, love helping people drop into their body is generator. Like even right now, look at you, Stephanie. Look, if those of you on the YouTube video, watch what she did. She goes like this and leaned forward. She got even closer to the screen. And so that's part of this work that I love is observing the body also. And when we're talking about things and you find yourself going like this, that's your gut response being, yes, Rosie, tell me more. I just, I've been looking for this information. Is it really as simple as asking myself a yes and no question? Yes, friend. But the process of waking up and trusting that it is that simple, that might be the part that takes time. Because again, you are cerebral. You do, you're here to be wise and go into people's minds and help them pull out. But the temptation is to also try and do that for yourself. And I'm just here to be like, so the second you go, mm, well, you've missed the opportunity because the gut moves quickly. Generators are here to get shit done, girl. Like, <laughs> oh, I know. I drives my my husband. It'll be interesting to see what Blair is because he like I drive him nuts with my do 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 do. So he's he's probably like a manifester, or like whatever, because he's so like visionary, you know. Yeah, like, or he like could be. And I'm like, ah. and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, it was another it thing is- too that you did like right before when we had this conversation, like getting into this conversation, you took a deep breath. And I think that's like, that could be another cue to kind of just, just like stop. Like I have to do that now. Cause I realized I was literally like spinning and I'm like, if I stopped for a second, I would be, I couldn't handle it. I'd be like, okay, what do I have to do next? Like I just keep finding things to do. And so now I've been really like, putting in my practice, like, okay, stop, breathe. And, you know, like I try to sit and take like five deep breaths and then it kind of like shifts like a whole new focus. Perfect. So just to pull up some of your design, you'll have a gut knowing immediately, which then needs to be filtered through your emotional wave, which takes time. 
And then another question that I love to equip generators with is just ask the question, is this satisfying? And then listen, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, it would feel so good to partner with fill in the blank. Or "Mm." if you get "Mm," pause and wait for emotional clarity. If you're not emotional and a generator, you have quick knowing of, uh uh-huh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Like once you get your body online, so we could get into nutrition, we could get into supplements, we could get into gut health and the microbiome, and you we can get into all of these types of conversation. There are hacks to get back in your body safely. Movement, oh, moving through whatever trauma, like, because usually what happens is you get stuck in whatever happened, and then playing out and allow your body to complete whatever the action is. Like I've heard of car, people in car accidents, they were turning and they got sideswiped. So literally the movement of finishing the turning of the wheel to make a safe turn. Oh, really? And that will kind of complete it for them? Girl, the body is wise beyond measure and it just wants us to listen to it. I mean, I think that's huge in itself. The body is so wise and it actually knows and it just wants us to listen to it. We just to have to get to out it. of our heads and listen. So for your to-do list, I will tell you, Steffi, you will be prone to pressure and, and you'll feel this pressure in your root and this top triangle, which are not colored in for you, friend. And the belief is if I do one more thing, then the pressure will release. If I do one more thing, then the pressure will be released. When you really need to be like, am I complete today? Uh-huh. The to-do list will be there tomorrow. Like It was because going back, I will go, 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 go until where I just can't go anymore. And I'm like spent and just like my, like Lara says, I'm either a hundred miles per hour or zero miles per hour. <laughs> There's no middle with me. Yeah. You know? And you have willpower also to say like, oh, I will finish this. And you can overexert to make be a woman of your word but is it coming at the expense of your health is it coming at the expense of your heart because think about the function of the heart it pumps out oxygenated blood and then it pulls blood in and rests even for a half second to oxygenate and then it pumps out oxygenated blood and then it pulls blood that needs to be oxygenated the way it gets oxygenated is in that pause and then it goes. So just trust your heart, trust your gut. Um, for me, I don't have a gut response. I'm splenic, which means I'm, I'm designed to be in the present moment and get my knowing from source when I'm quiet enough to hear it. Now, Gus is forgiving and gracious and kind, and the information continues to come back because I do miss out on that because I get so busy and I get pulled into all my kids stuff. And I, I have um, an undefined route and get, and get pulled into pressure as well. But when I just zoop and the breath is a beautiful way to do that. And for me, it is this trusting that I have the answer within because the way I grew up, my answer was always outside of me. May I have permission you know, am I in God's will? Am I on the right path? And it was always this fear of not being on the right path or not pleasing my parents or being a bad example or, or, or fill in the blanks. And for me, it's been a peeling process for me to truly land and believe that I am one with source 
and that I have all that I need. I'm fully supported and I'm divinely guided. So just to hear the difference between a sacral generator and a splenic projector, I will get kicked into decision through invitation. You will get kicked in through response. And so each design type has its own indication and these own questions. So again, for you, is this satisfying? Am I being drawn toward it? Did it show up for me in response? Will it feel good? Those are questions for you. Questions for me is, was I invited to share? Am I being truly seen and appreciated here for my light? Um, That's where the invitation comes in. I'm just shining my light like a lighthouse and the people who need me will guide themselves into safe harbor using my light. I'm not tugging them in. I'm not diving into the waves and the storm. I am shining my light in the darkness and the people who need my light will see it, guide themselves and then say, thanks, Rosie. Like, you know, or like, hey, I can see, but I need you to honk the horn. I need you to do the the foghorn so I can hear you too. And so was mine in true invitation? Am I being seen and appreciated? Um, invited in and you know it's it's a very present so presence is key for me so me doing as much doing as you do I miss out on my wisdom of a slower pace of tapping in and being like is this a true invitation is this correct for me am I being seen you know is this an honoring do I have to do all the doing or can I just guide and direct like and so it, it becomes a really lovely checkpoint. Right. And and to that too is like, so we have these types, like you said, there's five, five of them. Four, four. four main types. Yeah. Four main and then, types. Mm-hmm. And then there's, so then there's kind of like the characteristics probably of like the types. But then as you say, if you go into these squares and they're colored, not colored. Now, do the numbers, are those the numbers like the same on everybody's chart and whether they're colored or not? So, so the, the numbers, numbers can be different. In the chart are all the same. So this top triangle will always be 64, 61, 63. And then so each one always has the same numbers, but it's just a matter if they're colored or not colored or... Yes. So just really quickly to orient yourself, all all of the shapes have their numbers where they are and those never move. But the numbers on the side columns, that is what is factored in when you were born, where you were born, what time you were born. So it's the planets, it's the sun, the earth, the moon, the north and south node, um, Mercury, you know, all of the the planets. And so- And do those go into the chart? Are those like into the chart or do we not even talk about those? Yeah, they, every single number on the right hand column will have a purple circled number with a black line coming from it. So for instance, your 56.5, the 56 is out of the throat. So what that shows me immediately is that you are here to tell stimulating stories like think about your podcast Steffi and with the purpose of moving the world forward this is a very collective energy and it's to move the world forward like let's I'm going to have a guest on my podcast we're going to I'm going to ask her him or her questions we're going to have a conversation and it's going to move the world forward through story through exchange of questions and answers and you're modeling that beautifully friends. So yay you. (laughs) 
And so um, that's just an example. So the 56 on the right-hand side is colored in your throat. And it's a black line because it's conscious. It's part of your personality. It's where the sun was on your birthday. Oh, okay. And so, and where the earth was, where the North and South nodes were, where Mercury was, where Venus and Mars and Saturn, Jupiter, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, where all of those were literally in that snapshot in time. And they all have an energy that they manage. and. This is part of how your expression is on this earth. Now, on the left-hand side, um, for instance, let's dive into that. The 27 is here out of the sacral, and that is an energy of nourishment. It's literally called the channel of nourishment. It's out of the sacral. So it's about how to use your life force to nourish yourself and others. But because this is where the sun was 88 days before you were born, you were not, you were still in your mother's womb. You were cooking in there and all of your DNA strands, half your chromosomes, half of your father, half of your mother were knitting together to create Stephanie. But you didn't have the infusion of being actually on out in the earth. You're still connected to your mother, getting fed by her. Do you see what I'm saying? So the left-hand side are red lines and they're more of a body movement and unconscious pulling. So it, it won't necessarily be a logical knowing, but you will just be pulled toward things that are correct and, and nourish your body. And you're aware of what will nourish others as well. And so it's this beautiful story that just gets woven in and we didn't even get to the profile lines, which are my favorite. That's my free gift on my website, by the way, is a, is an understanding of the profile lines. Um, you're a five one and it just means that you are a messenger and you have a message to share. Again, a podcast is a beautiful platform to do that, to do exactly that. And the one is the authority. It requires a foundation of information. So this is why you're so hungry to learn and to take in information because you need a foundation of information for yourself. And you also require, you are also a foundation of information for the people who call on you to receive the message you're here to share. So in old human design language, it's called the um, heretic authority You think about a heretic, right? It's on a mount. They're on a mountain and they're shouting out a message for the world to hear. And so, you know, not everybody is going to love your message. And that's another, that's another big truth of human design is we're not here to help everyone. We have certain people that we're here to partner with. And that also is, is helpful. Like you're not here to do all the doing stuff, you're here to respond to people that are showing up for you. And so that ensures a safe exchange of energy where your gifts are being honored and they're, they're being seen and helped by what you're bringing to the table. And that just ensures that your energy is being used well. So you're not here to strive. You're not here to convince. You're not here to, to pressure people. You will know that it's a correct person to partner with or a correct opportunity or a correct place to live because it will just show right up for you to respond to. Then you drop into your gut. You also check into how you feel. 
you make sure you, you know, like you will have a message to share and usually a resource to connect people to. And it's just like, boom, 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 boom. Everything is just clicking and it just happens with grace and ease. It's, it's lovely. Uh, so fascinating. Like you say, it definitely is like a rabbit hole and I'm sure we could go on and on. And I'm sure people are like, okay, we get it. <laughs> like, like enough about Stephanie, but I'm so grateful and <clears throat> you have so much wisdom and I will be sure to link your um, website and how people can get in contact with you in the show notes. And I think too, you're offering a little bonus for people. Yeah. So I have, I have the free gift for the profile lines. They're really helpful. And then also happy to offer a, a discount to um, anyone that decides to either do um, my mini intro course, if you're just wanting to learn about your own basics of your human design, or if you'd love to do a one hour session, that's all on your agenda. Like what you would like answered in the one hour time frame. I do not come with any agenda. I print out your chart. I ask a couple of questions and we have a conversation that will help you move through um, forward with your life. So um, I believe I made a coupon code. It is not coming to mind right now, but I will put that. I'll put it in the the show notes as well. So we'll put your link and then it's under the work with me link. And then they can see those two options. So um, thank you so much, Rosie. And it's been so much fun. Yes. Sorry about that. We've got a party we're planning and I am late for the party. So So you, then that's what you said. You're like, I'm always like the life of the party. So it's funny. I am grateful. Thank you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for listening. My hope is that this conversation has inspired you with a new awareness and has uncovered some beauty and wisdom within you. If you have enjoyed what you heard today, please feel free to share it with a friend And please subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for me, please feel free to reach me at stephanie.brownyard at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.